Handle on the News. Handle on the News! Yes, I respect porn stars. Bill Handle. Don't you respect porn stars? And now, here's porn star Bill Handle. Okay, here we are. It's a Thursday. It's uh, the 7th of June. We're calming down a little bit. Uh, but uh, there's still uh, some bad news out there. Uh, we have the uh, Guatemalan volcano, and that just keeps on bad, bad, bad news. Uh, and it has, because uh, I was preparing the show, and I wasn't able to listen uh, to you, uh, Jennifer. Uh, anything new on the Hawaiian volcano? Uh, no, not since we heard earlier this okay. week that we had had the 100 homes plus Got it. destroyed. That's it. Okay, let me say a quick hello to everybody before we get started. Uh, Jennifer Jones Lee, hello. I handle. And uh, there's Wayne Resnick. Hello. And uh, there's a lovely Alex and uh, John Ramirez over there. And it's not even, he's not even responding. He doesn't even look at me. I said, hello, John. Okay. Good morning, Bill. Thank you. Either you wave, you acknowledge, your eyebrows should go up, something. Uh, maybe he's had Botox. Maybe. Then his eyebrows won't. Maybe. Okay. Um, this is kind of fun. Uh, I get a lot of gifts before we start. Uh, I get a lot of gifts. Most of us do who are in radio. People, well, not only do we get death threats, but uh, get a lot of invitations to restaurants, for example, hoping that I'll say something. I'm invited to, of course, every musical on the planet, hoping I'll say something. Uh, this time around, I received a gift that was sent to me that I've never even come close. It probably is the most unusual thing I've ever received. I wondered what that was. Oh, it is some sort of uh, ethnic drum. Yes. And uh, so anyway, we're going to do a, a video on Instagram uh, in, in a few minutes, and you'll see. And then uh, a lovely card uh, that I that I received so explaining this, sort of. It's very nice. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's a, I think it's an African drum. I like it. Uh, with... Uh, some half is that of like it is, cowhide? I think it's some. It looks like cowhide, some kind of a hide, and it's halfway up, and then uh, there. It's just, and it depends on, uh, you know, which African country because uh, the, that could be human skin, uh, that's being used on that. No, 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 no. And it doesn't even look like human. It very clearly looks like some kind of animal. How the hell? How do you yeah. know what human skin looks like when it's uh, what? stretched over a drum top? It's so, wait. You take human skin and because you stretch it over a dr oh, you're talking about the top part? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the decorative part. No, no, around no, 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 not there. Yeah, the we're talking about the top part. I don't know what kind of skin that human is. Human I still say no. Human skin does not have the appropriate physical yeah, properties to yeah, make a good drum head. Also, if you look at uh, the. Uh, the hide, it's very hairy. Uh, this could have been manufactured no, here we in go. Glendale. I knew it. Okay. <laughs> I knew it. All right. It's, the, a video is coming. It was going to be Glendale or Athens, uh, one or the other. That's Glendale! True. Or Athens. Okay, guys, are we ready to do it? Let's do it. Here you go. Lead story. Say the children. The, uh, some of the children that were burned in the Guatemala volcano eruption are coming to the United States for medical treatment. Uh, Shriners Hospital for Children uh, in Florida. They just got here this morning to got Houston. Uh, the Shriners Hospital are, is really a terrific organization. They uh, are, uh, uh, it's uh, 
obviously a nonprofit. It's a charitable organization, and uh, the Shriners uh, support this and have. I think there's 22 of them around the country now. I mean, it's really incredible. You remember the, and I just too bad they no longer do this, where you used to have the members of the Shriners in parades. Oh, I love that. the little be, cars? The, no, it was the little motorcycles. Oh, yeah, the, they were? And, and the hats? And the fez, yes. fez. And then they would drive around and just... Uh, Oh, they were wonderful. I don't know why they don't do that anymore, because they were the highlight of any parade. It was uh, cool. So anyway, uh, good news for those kids. Uh, Some of them were pretty severely burnt. Yeah, some of them are in critical condition. I talked with Jim Ryan, and the cool thing was is a lot of their uh, family members were able to come with them. But what broke my heart is he said in some cases it would be like a grandma or something, because you don't don't know what happened to the rest of their families. Okay. Anyway. Next story. Is that going to be our segue? This, that's going to be our. I like it. You know, it's uh, it's. Oh, that's like you know. Instead of the gavel, on uh, do they have a case? I'll go. Ooh, no, they don't have a case. Okay, let's move on. This is going. We are going to witness today the fastest confiscation of a drum <laughs> ever in history. I'm going to do it. We have to do a video of this. Yeah, sure. which we will. We'll do an Instagram and then video. I'm burning that drum. <laughs> well, Samantha B is sorry for breaking America. Understand? Uh, I mean, it was tongue in cheek. I mean, it was uh, she was doing it in her, in this case, kind of bizarre. I, I guess it makes sense. So uh, she uh, is still joking about it. She talked about using the infamous c word and said she uses it all the time. It's a part of her show. Although referring to Ivanka with that word, she it did cross the line and she did apologize. Yeah. I don't so know. she sort of. Uh, you know, going back and forth on that apology. Well, yeah, I feel like dancing she's saying, the line back and forth. Hashtag sorry, not sorry. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, don't pretty it. much. You know who's sorry? L.A. County Registrar Dean Logan. He is being asked for answers from the county and the state. And this is because uh, over 118,000 people were left off the voter registration rolls yesterday, uh, Tuesday. And, uh, he was called in front of the L.A. County supervisors, and then uh, Secretary of State Alex Padilla wrote a letter demanding an right. explanation and, as and, to what happened. And it, it it deserves an explanation, but it's no harm, no foul, because the 118,000 people, still their vote still counted. Also, can you come up, uh, dr- uh, pick up the numbers, if you could research the numbers of uh, the top two uh, vote-getters, uh, Gavin Newsom and Cox, and if... Um, and I haven't done the math, but if uh, oh, if the, uh, if one hundred eighteen thousand additional all votes, one hundred eighteen, if one hundred percent of one hundred eighteen thousand voters went to Via Ragosa, would he still be in the top? Uh, would he have made the top two, or oh, is he no. still number three? He's still number three. So therefore, I do know that. okay, yeah, it wouldn't right. have mattered. So yeah, what's he saying? At least he's not saying we have to vote again. At least he's not saying oh, horrid, horrid, horrid. I've been screwed. Uh, but he. Uh, does say there's a problem there and uh no one cares uh, because what he has to say now is irrelevant he he will no longer even be quoted on the pothole issue anymore <laughs> that was his big that was true his thing. issue Mi- million potholes that's right we're going to be repaired oh stormy daniels has filed another lawsuit i don't know did i 
Yes, Stormy, you did. This is a crazy story. Uh, I don't know where she's going with this. She filed it against her former lawyer, lawyer claiming who, he was a puppet for the president right. and worked with the president's lawyer right. to Cutti- deny the affair. Right, cutting a deal where Donald Trump, who is a billionaire, only paid her $130,000 to shut up. Probably the best deal in the history of shut-up stories with someone who's that big, uh, who is of of that, has that kind of a uh, exposure. I'm talking about Donald Trump, who's that well-known and that has that much money. She should thank her lucky stars that her attorney was able to cut it uh, uh, to... Well, no, 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 I'm sorry, it's the other way. I apologize, it's the other way. Her attorney uh, screwed her. That's the point. I'm yeah. sorry, I, mean, I misread the story. Here's the funniest part, though. The, the, it's this cut, it's this quote. Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, sarcastically, uh, he was talking to an Israeli journalist yesterday, and he sarcastically asked why President Trump would chase after a porn star. I think she We have that. to respect on this stage every woman. Yes, I respect porn stars. Don't you respect porn stars? That cut... I respect porn stars. I know. It's, it's going to be just, it's going to blow up. It's going to go yeah, viral. And it, which is too bad because what he actually meant was I respect porn stars because they're citizens as much as anybody else and deserve the same treatment under the law, which is what he obviously meant. meant right. Uh, and uh, it's just, it's gonna uh, get just twisted. too bad. So she's got an argument, though. Uh, if, um, I, I, well, I don't know if the deal was cut and she agreed to it. At $130,000. There's an allegation. It's not in this story. One of the allegations is that Davidson tried to arrange with the Trump people that she would appear, and I forgot where, that she would appear somewhere and falsely deny publicly that they had had an affair. Yeah, I don't even know if that's illegal. I don't even know if that's illegal. If you say you'll do it and you sign a contract that says, yeah, I'll lie. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, lying in, uh, I don't think lying in public, not obstruction of justice. Uh, it's, uh, I think uh, that that's. Yeah. So now here's yeah, the deal. I, I think that's... She's basically waived attorney-client privilege oh, with completely. this Davidson guy. So now Davidson can have the same level of throwing muck as oh. Michael Avenatti has yeah, now. That's true. Let's take a break and we'll come back and do more. Uh, this is KFI. Jennifer. here it is a thursday morning uh some of the big stories that we're covering uh, president trump uh, commuted the sentence of alice johnson uh, because kim kardashian asked him to and uh there's a whole story about that because uh, there is a lot more than just he commuted a sentence oh yeah it gets much deeper than that all right and also uh the volcanoes uh in uh, particularly guatemala uh, 99 people, but uh, and it's still, what, almost 200 missing. So you'll see about 300 people have died as a result of that. Okay, uh, let's move on with more Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Well, news coming out now about a phone call towards the end of May between uh, President Trump and Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, where uh, the president made a scurrilous accusation against the Canadians. This- so they're talking about the tariffs, and the tariffs are ultimately technically based on national, national security. National security, which Trudeau went nuts. Right, which makes sense. Why or how could Canada be a national, national security, security concern? And Trump said, uh, didn't you guys burn down the White House? And he was talking about the War of, of 1812, 1812 when the British 
burn down the White yeah, but House. Here's, this is the technical parsing of words. Uh, when uh, and now the answer is no, it wasn't the Brits, it wasn't the Canadians, it was the Brits who did it. However, uh, it was British troops because Canada was part of Britain at that time. Right, uh, it was part of the territories owned mm-hmm. by Britain. So Canadian troops. Uh, it's just, uh, and he is not a maven of history. We know that. Donald Trump has uh, referred to a couple things just dead-ass wrong. But, okay, so, all right, big deal. Canadian, English troops burning down the White House. They did burn down the White House. That was the last time. But it wasn't Canada. And it, it, was still, and it also Canada was, was part, in 1812. Yeah, but part, it was, it, you know, it I'm sorry. This is way too big a deal. Well, the, there's, there's, there's two issues. One, no. one is that he didn't know the the subtleties of the history, and I agree with you. That's, But the other thing is... They're still unable to explain why is, Canada is a national security right. concern. However, this statement, we don't know, uh, was it a quip? He might have been joking. Yeah. He does like to yeah. make kind of weird jokes like that. Yeah, and so, yeah, um, yeah, they're making a big deal. And this this is what gives so much credence to the Trump administration's argument that the, the mass media uh, is just, hates him and will say anything against him. Therefore, it's part of a plan. Yeah, because the inflection would make a huge yeah, difference yeah. on so, what he said. I don't, I don't buy that. Okay. All right. Well, here's what you were talking about. The life sentence of Alice Marie Johnson has been commuted. Freedom is mine. Yeah. I'm going to do a lot more uh, about this at, six, at 7 o'clock. But a, a big part of the story is she was a first-time offender. And therefore, that changes everything, a first-time offender. I'm going to have uh, Wayne come in with me because this is a federal, uh, she was in federal prison. It was a commutation, and you've been involved in a lot of sentencing and first, quote, first-time offenders. All I can tell you is uh, the analogy I'm going to make if if, uh, someone hacks up 15 people in a park, in a federal park, and hasn't done it before, hey, your Honor, or ladies and gentlemen of the jury, he had never hacked up 15 people before. This was a first-time offense. Therefore, I mean, it's it, it's that stupid. All right, we'll go on. Uh, all right, you want to do this quickly, or do you want to do it when we come back? Uh, let's do it when we come back, because this is horrific news. Uh, uh, munchkins. Oh, God, we'll be sad. back with that. Yeah, I know, it's very sad. Okay, and in one sense, it's not very sad, and I'll explain. I mean, so how does someone dying not be very sad? I'll explain. KFI AM 640, Jennifer Jones. KFI handle here on a... Thursday morning, some of the big stories that we are hearing. Uh, a federal judge uh, ruled on an immigration case uh, for sure. Uh, volcanoes in Guatemala, unfortunately, horrible news. Uh, news out of Hawaii, uh, it's calmed down a little bit, unless you happen to have one of those homes uh, that burnt. And how many have been there? Over 100 so far uh, that have burnt. Ugh, horrible across the board. All right, uh, more handle on the news. Jennifer Jones Lee. And Wayne Resnick and me, and well, uh, an era is over. We represent the lollipop kill, the lollipop kill. 
Alan the last Martin. surviving Munchkin yeah. from The Wizard of Oz has passed away at the age of 98, Jerry 90, Maron. 98. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, when uh, you die at 98, now he's had uh, some dementia problems for the last few years, okay? So let's cut off that time. Mid-90s, let's say. Not bad. Not bad. And he was the tough guy. Remember the three Munchkins yeah. who presented uh, Dorothy uh, with the lollipop, yeah, the giant lollipop. Right, he yeah. was the tough guy. Yeah, uh, that was oh, he was wonderful. Then he uh, he was a huge. Uh, I wouldn't say a star, but what an uh, what a living he made. A uh, hundred film, TV credits, mm-hmm. commercials. He was he has played the Hamburger Ham. I can't even say the word Hamburglar, Hamburglar and Mayor McCheese. Yep, well, and Buster, Buster Brown. Brown and Little Oscar in Oscar Meyer ads. Oh, I, I once met Little Oscar. Uh, little Oscar. You did? I did. Which I don't know if it was him or not, but it it was pretty exciting. Where? Uh, in Los Angeles. Remember the uh, Wienermobile? Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. I and it would you see it occasionally on the freeways. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, and uh, I some event, and there he was, little Oscar, and it was uh, so exciting. It's probably one of the best moments of my life. Uh, I have to. If you look at the three best moments of my life. Uh, it was when I uh, married Marjorie, when my kids were born, and when I met little Oscar. And I have no idea which order that is. Oh, handle. <laughs> well, uh, a pizza delivery guy in New York City is facing deportation, but wait till you hear who turned him in. Pizza is the pizza, yeah. You as cold as ice. He was delivering a pizza to an army base in Brooklyn. Like he'd done a bazillion times before. He says he shows his ID card as he's going into the base and they let him in. But then he was confronted by another officer when he got to the delivery address. And that officer asked him to show another form of ID that he didn't have. So then they detained him by military officers. And then the officers apparently called ICE after that. Yep. And there's another part of the story, which is I don't know if it makes it any better or worse. He had been ordered, yes. right. uh, he was granted, this is kind of a favor they will do for you, voluntary departure. Instead of grabbing you, locking you they up. Let, they and then let you go by they yourself. They say you will leave by a certain and date. And you agree. And, and he, he didn't. did not. Yeah, so he was uh, very illegal. And it's a military base. That's and this is a thing. guy with a warrant. Right. That's true. That's true. Takeaway here is if you deliver pizzas, make sure they're hot. That's the you're takeaway. Gonna, yeah, you're going to get people really pissed wow. off at you otherwise. A uh, federal judge has ruled that uh, part of the U.S. law, uh, Title Eight, Section 1373, is unconstitutional. Yeah. That judge is so wrong, I don't even know where to begin. But this is simply a statute that says no local, state or local entity can forbid any other state or local entity from sharing very narrow information with the federal government about immigration status. That's all it says. It doesn't say anyone has to share the information. You have to decide you don't want to share the information, though. Somebody else can't come in and say you're not allowed to share it. If you don't want to share it as, say, a county sheriff or whatever, you don't have to. And, and he's judge, saying that this is commandeering state and local authorities to enforce federal law. But how is it when any state or federal person can decide, I'm sorry, state or local person, they're allowed right. to decide for themselves that they don't want to share it? Yeah, that's not too wonky. 
I lost you in the first sentence. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. I just, this is, you're going to talk about this later? No, no. Oh. not about this one. I'm not. All right. All right. I've got a story about right. the largest workplace raid in years by ICE. This one happened at an Ohio gardening business. 114 undocumented immigrants right. were found working there. That's a lot of people. Not as many as a couple of years ago when they picked up uh, over 200 in the plumbing department at a Home Depot up uh, in uh, Pacoima. I don't remember that story. That was a big story. I missed it. Well, there were 200 officers involved in this operation. And uh, it was, I think, in Tennessee that uh, they got 100 people recently, but this makes it 14 more than that one. You know, uh, Wayne, let me throw this at you and you too, uh, Jen, because you've covered a lot lot of these stories. So let's say you have a raid that picks up 80 or 100, uh, insert name of uh, criminals or whatever, uh, and uh, 200 200 officers involved with picking up 100 people, and usually these investigations go on for months, don't they? The cost is astronomical to pick up 100 people. And if you look at the cost per person, it is crazy-making. Not that it shouldn't be done because you make a statement and bad guys, as far as the government, should be picked up, mafia people picked up. But, man, people don't talk about the cost of these things. Just wanted to throw that at you. Let's uh, take a break. and we'll. Not that it has any relevance to anything, but I just thought I'd talk about that. Uh, let's take a break, and maybe we'll talk about things that are actually more relevant. What do you think? Uh, KFI. Handle here and uh, the morning crew. And uh, good morning on a Thursday. Quick reminder, Law Day 2018, coming up a week from Saturday from 9 to 2 o'clock at the Bowers Museum in Santa Ana. Over 100 legal experts giving you good, not marginal, legal advice from HandleOnTheLaw.com. And you'll have advice in virtually every field of the law. And I'll be broadcasting uh, the show Handle on the Law from 9 to 11 o'clock. We'll have free seminars, win prizes throughout the day. For more info, log on to KFIAM640.com. And the keyword is Law Day. Uh, Also sponsored by the Bowers Museum. Uh, during Law Day, you get a $5 discount to visit all of the exhibits at this really extraordinary museum, the Bowers. So that's Law Day, Saturday, June 16th, Bowers Museum, Santa Ana. Okay, so that's one down. All right, back we go as we finish Handle on the News. Jennifer Jones-Lee, Wayne Resnick, and me. Justice Department's zero-tolerance policy on border crossers is creating, can you believe it, an overflow of court hearings. But you don't miss me. Yeah, they don't know what to do. I mean, they're uh, just they're just dealing with so many. It's not only the detention, uh, the detention facilities that they have with the with the uh, the people, the families, how to deal with them, the separating of the families, but also just the hearings themselves. I mean, it, they're working on sending more judges down to the border to try to expedite these right. hearings. You remember when the uh, the caravan came up? Sure. And you had a couple hundred people. I think they were processing six a day. Yeah, they didn't gear up for that, and they didn't yeah. gear up in advance for, for this. this. And they knew it was going to happen, and they just didn't think it through. Well, there's a gay veteran in San Pedro who says his neighbors have targeted him with all kinds of criminal acts because of his sexuality. You're so gay and you don't even like boys. Now, he might even have some proof. So 
he says that Ryan uh, Giretsch, who moved into this neighborhood, says right after he moved in, he started having uh, slurs used against him. And then things got really bad when he hung a rainbow flag out for LGBT Pride Month. And he said they started shouting homophobic comments, throwing garbage at him. And then he was able to get three women yelling at him on video, one even spitting at him. Now, the cops say, and the spitting is, uh, that's a battery. That's, I didn't realize that's, spitting was battery. Oh, yeah, that's a misdemeanor. And if it's determined to be a hate crime, which it should be fairly easy, then you have an enhanced uh, enhanced prison time. So the judge could give her 35 years to life. Well, maybe not. Well, what about this one? <laughs> okay, so that's no. maybe that's a little much. So they, he says the attacks grew even more personal a few months ago when somebody put up flyers around the neighborhood accusing oh, him of being a pedophile. I know. Let's, see, to a lot of people, and I don't get this, and less and less, thank goodness, is homosexuality equals pedof- uh, pedophilia. I mean, where do you get that? Because wow. that's the hatred uh, that so many members of society have. And they're, they're so threatened by gay people that it's uh, that they go to that extent. I mean, you can have a religious situation. Well, I don't believe in gay people. You know, it's Adam and Eve. It's not Adam and Steve. You can think whatever you want. But connecting pedophilia to homosexuality? Come on, guys. If he oh, finds the- who put up those uh, those flyers about him, can he sue for what, slander defamation? or defamation? Yeah, I think so. I would think so. Okay. Uh, CrossFit has fired one of their top executives for saying that celebrating gay pride is a sin. We're on a mission from God. Yeah, here's another this, one. This, it started in Indiana at a, at a specific CrossFit gym, which are not owned by CrossFit, the company. You license the name CrossFit. And they were going to do a workout to celebrate gay pride. The owner of the gym found out that the coaches were going to have this workout and canceled it. So then the coaches quit and they had to shut the gym down. This guy that works for CrossFit Corporate, or did, Russell Berger, he tweeted that celebrating gay pride was a sin. Oh, it's so crazy. Uh, he, tra- he deleted the tweets, but as you know, the internet lives forever. And so uh, he's been fired. Good and for him. The, good. The CEO of CrossFit tweeted, I am crazy proud of the gay community good in for, CrossFit. And good for him. Oh, you, now you're a CrossFitter, or you were a gross, CrossFitter. Uh, and do, do I have this right, that during Gay Pride Week uh, at uh, the CrossFits, they would pay, play uh, the soundtrack from uh, South Pacific? No. <laughs> No, not quite. But there's there's a sizable contingent. Oh, uh, of course, of, uh, gay, gay people. And oh, they're people buff. Doing CrossFit. Oh, they so. are buff. There's no question about it. I... Okay, oh, here's another one. Here's another one. It's a teacher in Indiana who says he was forced to resign because he wouldn't go along with the school district's policy of addressing transgender students by their preferred names. And that's the policy. And. I don't get this. You know the uh, the same issue uh, happened when uh, Muhammad Ali became Muhammad Ali. Remember, he was Cassius Clay, and all of the uh, sports folks refused to refer to him in the name that he chose, except Howard Cosell. He's the one that first said how Muhammad Ali, and then it took off. Here's the point: you have a guy. Uh, let's say you have a, a young man who uh, is uh, isn't is a trans, uh, and realize that very early on. I am now Charlotte. You know, come on. Why not? Why, how much does it hurt you to do that? Oh, my God, my religious preference. Here we go again with that same crap. So, anyway, he got fired for this. Yeah, the, he says that 
that he feels it's a dangerous lifestyle oh, and yeah, he didn't want to go along with the policy. And know. he somehow reached like an agreement with the administration to call the students by their last names. But then after a little bit, they decided, no, you can't do that either. So he offered to resign, but then withdrew it just days before the school year ended. Well, then they locked him out of the school's email system. I mean, they, they just should. made it, it you know, it, tough for him to be It's a dangerous there. lifestyle. What, Mr. Psychologist uh, looking at studies? Is that it? Uh, doctor? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Pediatrician who has a specialty in transgenderosity? Okay. This really pisses me off when this happens. I, I hate value judgments like this. Drives me nuts when people impose their value judgments. Okay, we're done.